This is One Ogden. I'm John Miles. The Local Artisan Collective is this awesome studio and retail space in the junction where artists can create and connect with each other, and the community can buy their work and watch it be created, and even learn various techniques for themselves. Stephanie and Roxanne have been involved from the beginning. Are you from here in Ogden? Like, did you grow up here? No, I actually grew up out in West Jordan, and... um, Came to uh, Kaysville actually for work and then loved Ogden and have stayed up here ever since. Don't plan on going anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) And so what's your role with the Artisan Collective? So I'm the co-owner of the local Artisan Collective. And then I also have my own business, Our Children's Earth, that I make things. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, what kind of stuff do you make? So I make a huge variety of things. I think that I'm like most artists where we have like a little bit of everything we like. And so um, I do clothes and jewelry and household items. I see. So that explains why you needed to have this big studio where you could get into all kinds of stuff. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And what's your name? Roxanne. And what's your role down here? Uh, So I am one of the members who are our founding members. So I was here um, from the beginning. So we used to have really great um, meetings, official meetings in Jenny's uh, living room (laughs) before we had an actual storefront. Um, And I do jewelry and natural dyes primarily. Okay. So I had 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 a business in Ogden for quite a few years and I, I had... Uh, known Stephanie for quite a while actually and we were both in a similar position where we were like we want like a space like we're outgrowing our home and there's like piles everywhere and our significant others are like what what is all of this (laughs) stuff like right and I had messaged and we had talked about that and then all of a sudden it's like this idea came together so the collective part of it I'm curious about so is it like a membership thing I guess is the first question so you could either be a member or a consigner to be part of the collective. We have um, just under 50 artists with us, and everyone has to live or work in Weber, Davis, or Morgan, Box Elder County. So it's like truly local people that are making everything here. And how long has it been around? We just celebrated seven years. Seven years? Yeah. Have you always been down here? Yeah. In the junction? Yeah. Mm. We love it down here. It's, it's really nice get a lot of people that are traveling to which is really fun and uh-huh. and it's fun to hear them talk about how much they love Ogden and yeah. <laughs> all the cool things that Ogden is doing and and so the governance of it like as an owner how much stuff do you dictate how much does the rest of the collective dictate so Jenny is my business partner and so she and I started um started it but really like Roxy was saying there was a core group of us artists that were all friends that we thought you know, and um, Mike, our glass blower, is still at the collective also. And then for governance, um, there's things that we just have to do, like making sure that people are nice to each other or things like that, you know? <laughs> well, no, we have, like, procedures to, like, handle things in a, in a way that makes it smooth, no matter what artist is working to, yeah. which I, is really important. So there is a lot of organization going on that I think people don't see, right? No, Unless totally, you're part of absolutely. it, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> Yeah. How much effort and hours and hours of like meetings and like hashing things out we go through just to like come up with even revisions on some of the memberships that we've done, like to try to make it like good for everyone involved over and over again. That's kind of the main goal. 
Yeah, we always, we, we wanted to stay true. I mean, because we're artists ourselves, Jenny and her husband do um, Galleons Gold, so they're silversmiths, make beautiful jewelry and classes. Um, and so since we're artists ourselves, like we just wanted to have a place that was like fair to ours, a place that artists could afford. And also a place that the community could afford was really important to us. So we didn't want to be a high-end gallery that people walk in and they're like, oh, we can't, you know, we have to take a second mortgage out for that (laughs) painting or something, you know? We wanted it to be a place where regardless of your economic status, your, you know, anything going on in your life that you could buy something and feel like, oh, I can still support local here. Great. And that even kids could shop and find yeah. something. Like, that's another thing that we always talk about. We like to have price points that, like, you know, kids could come in and shop for their mom and dad and still find something really cool. Like, yeah. it's so fun to see kids pick out art. I don't know what it I is, love but it it's so exciting. <laughs> like, it's so cute. So, yeah, absolutely. We want everyone to feel welcome. That was really important to us. And in regards to, like, back to the governance question, um, the members do help a ton, like, with so many things. And the consigners do also. But we have a monthly members meeting where we jury new artists in, and um, they help us, like, come up with what's, you know, going to be happening in the store, what events we'll be doing, and, and tons of things that are a really integral part of who we are. So the members, they, what's the, like, there's monthly dues to be a member, is that right? Yeah. And then they get a say in these meetings, and then are there other, like, benefits of it? Well, of course, because we're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they can use the classroom space that we're in now, so oh. they can teach classes. And depending upon your membership, you get so many classes free. Um, there's also studio space, so depending upon your membership level. So the highest level is 269 a month, and that includes studio space. And then you have limit. You can use the classroom space as much as you want. You know, of course, working with other people and uh-huh. things like that. And then every time someone comes in, they'll find an artist running the store. So you always get to meet an artist when you come shopping with us and have a really unique experience because you don't know what will be happening. Like it may be glass blowing or jelly printing, yeah, or dyeing. Who or, knows you know, what so many adventure painting. will be? Yeah, silversmithing. <laughs> so many cool things going on. I love that about this place. That is like every kind of jewelry, or I mean, every kind of art. Like yeah. even stuff I have no idea how you would make. <laughs> right. And I could see just wanting to come down and just watch people make stuff like him back there yeah no I totally agree I feel that same way people will walk in and I'm like oh my gosh you really just made that that's so cool and so then there's tiers of membership so you if you might not use it so much there's kind of lower tiers and stuff yeah so it starts at $99 and then goes up and then the consigners um are 19 a month um but right now we're only doing authors in the consigner group so oh I see yeah okay but so, if you're a member and you're coming down here, then you can just, like, use stuff? Mm-hmm. Like anything? Pretty much. Um, the studio space are the artist stuff, but a lot of us have been together for so long. Like, Roxy and I use each other's stuff pretty yeah. frequently. Um, we do a lot of similar things um, with textile art. Um, and then, like, you know, Mike's always here, and so you'll be like, hey, I need some super glue or, you know, something. And he's like, okay, or, you know. So you definitely have some of that. And then there's um, there's always things that we have, too, for artists to use. or Yeah, and people collaborate on certain things. It's, it's nice to have that shared space with people. But then it's also, like, we respect each other's individual spaces and tools as well. Yeah. So, like, one day I forgot a brayer, and so I messaged Stephanie. I was teaching a class, and I was like, um, 
I don't have a brayer and it would be super great if I didn't have to run home. Can I just dig out one of your brayers <laughs> from the shelf? Like, like so, anytime. <laughs> yeah. And Renee's great because he, you know, if I have a pendant that I want to make as a jewelry artist, I don't do soldering, but he does. So it's like, if I have something in my brain that I'm like, I need the solder, then I just draw and Renee magically makes it happen for me. Oh, so yeah. incredible. So we like, we tune into each other's strengths that way. And we also tune into the gaps where we have in our creative practices and find that we can sort of like collaborate on things to find a better solution too so that's actually the part that seems like most interesting to me i'm not a very like i've got very junior high level skills i can do pottery that's it but like um that's an amazing skill <laughs> all right you just fair. need to hang out with us longer and yeah. we'll show you that you probably do actually have more skills than you even know right because that's got to happen a lot you're down here and somebody's just doing something and you're just kind of learning by watching and yeah and even then you can be like, can I try that real quick? And Absolutely. Start, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. <clears throat> yeah, it is awesome to do that. It happens a lot, actually. Yeah, I think people just need a space Absolutely. that they feel safe enough to like actually get experimental with things that they realize the boundaries of like, okay, you're not going to damage anything, but this might not turn out, mm -hmm. but it might also turn out. And those are both really great places to be like, yeah. what's going to happen? Right. <laughs> Something marvelous. Or like we always say, we make things sometimes to ourselves that we're like, Ooh, that didn't work out, but that's okay. Go back to the drawing board. <laughs> right. Like it's okay. <laughs> like it's such a great environment to be exploratory with things. Yeah. I feel like if you want a studio and like you have limitations with your space at home or you just don't have the space at home or you're not sure, like maybe you don't want to go out or you simply can't afford to go buy every single tool that a medium needs. Mm -hmm. It's nice to take a class and have everything here for you. And your investment is really just in the time you're spending in the class. You don't have to go out and buy a bunch of stuff that you won't use because you don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's very important because as an artist myself I constantly struggle with that like I want to try this new medium but I'm like hesitant to like put x amount of dollars in something that I don't know if it's going to work or I'm going to like it and so it's really nice to have a space where you can come and actually experience something and, and learn from someone who knows what they're doing with it and see okay do I want to take this to that next step right yeah. like because that's always it like that's where you start we all have to start there at that right. place well I think also we also have the another group of people that like to come and just have fun like they don't really want to learn any of the yeah. skills necessarily they just want to come and create something awesome and they want to show up and have an yeah. experience and yeah. like not have any tools and stuff that they need to take home yeah they just want to make something cool and yeah, like creepy doll class. Yeah, and <laughs> like, hang out with their family, or yeah. like they want to have an experience with their family that's different than like, say, some of the other things. Like, I mean, going out to eat is wonderful, but like, it's really wonderful if you have a creative experience with it too. You know, like to celebrate someone. We have people mm -hmm. that um, we had a group of ladies that took their old, their mother's old pottery, and they all got together mm -hmm. and took a class where they made like a keepsake from the old pieces of of like china i think it was so yeah. they did That's a silversmithing cool. class and made they were so beautiful yeah wow yeah so the classes can also be around that connection or just like giving people an outlet to release like the everyday stresses of life right? yeah. <laughs> in a creative way yeah <laughs> That's true and we do have like we have people that come and do birthday parties and um, retreats for work and and it's really fun to see the 
light bulb go on yeah. in their eyes when they're getting creative and like into it and you're like yes I love this. So that's my favorite part. Totally. <laughs> and when they're shocked that they did something. Yeah. They're like, what? I made this? Like, <laughs> you walked me through this, but I actually did this. It can happen. It's a tangible item of right. an experience I had, which is super cool. Yeah. And so you'll have classes on all types of art styles? Yeah. We do homeschooling, after school, silversmithing, um, painting. Uh, printmaking, I do jelly printing, uh, textile dyeing, natural textile dyeing, jewelry, um, marbling. Yep. So many. So if you go to our website, you can see them. There's tons of them on there. Yeah, you've got to have a pretty full schedule of them, right? Yeah. And the it kind of depends on if the, like it's mostly driven by the artists wanting to do the classes? Absolutely. So it's kind of based on their individual schedule and what they're kind of working on. And mm-hmm. But people can also schedule parties. They yeah. can book private parties and events. We have a page on our website about that entirely. Mm. So if you don't see something on the schedule, you might look at that and go, oh, hey, we could get a group of people together to do this. Or Yeah, it's like uh, I want to learn silversmithing. I'm just going to schedule it with you guys? Yeah, yeah definitely. Wow. So we do private classes and group classes and in the regular classes yeah. <laughs> so and and everything really in our store is artist-led we we really strive to be a platform where artists can make themselves as successful and busy as they want and and sometimes your schedule doesn't allow that and so you can take a step back also and and catch your breath too so mm-hmm. it's all about supporting each other really wherever we're at which i think is really cool about our collective because you know sometimes you have an off month and then there's another person there to help you out. You don't have to, like, do it all on your own. Right. Yeah. There's a fee to get in them? The classes, it's like 10? It's both. So some are free, like demos or things like that during Art Stroll. Um, and then we have, like, a free craft night where you can bring your cra- anything you're working on, any art project. You can just come and hang out in this collective. And um, that's the second Tuesday of every month. And then, and then some classes we charge for. So And it goes up to, like... Um, well, our homeschool classes are $199 for the full semester. So they're like a series. Yeah, and that like includes an all the supplies. Classes. So we do have an online class for homeschool, and then we also have in person. Oh, really? Yeah. So the kids come. We have um, four classes on Mondays, and and um, you give them the tools. Yep. And then you'll go help them do it. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. We have a model in our homeschool class. We kind of, like, encourage them to, like, really get into what their vision of it would be. Mm -hmm. So our our motto is, you are the artist. So we don't try to get them to replicate a specific thing as much as we try them to be process-based and, like, okay, how do you want to change this? How do you want to make it yours? Maybe you do want to make it look like the example, and that's okay, too. But maybe you want to, like, do something really wild in this portion. (laughs) I love that. I love the imagination that they have and what they come up with. and. It's incredible to see them just really believe in themselves. That, that, I think that's a really a big foundation for Roxy and I in that class is that kids walk away knowing that they can create and, and that they're an awesome artist. Well, and is that, that's got to be at least somewhat driven by that kids aren't getting to do a lot of art in school these days, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and some people don't have, again, some people don't physically have a space at home to do it in. You yeah. know, like there's, there's lots of limitations to art that are economic and also just logistics of like, I can't let them make a space, like a mess in this space. (laughs) We won't get our deposit back. It'll be a disaster, you know? So there is that too of like, there are fewer and fewer opportunities 
for kids to do that. Then members, they can like sell their, like I could just come and make something cool and then put it out on a shelf in the store. Is that part of it? No. So you have to get juried in and we try to keep things really unique. So like we do have like, for example, we have quite a few jewelry artists, but they're all different. So like Roxanne, um, she's like a master at doing beading. Mm. She's been doing it for like 20 Mm. plus years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She can tell you so many things about them Um, versus like Mike does glass blown earrings and pendants. And then Renee does um, silversmithing. And then I can, I do like marbling earrings and jewelry and rock chips. And um, Rachel does bone jewelry and um, Summer does resin. And so we try to keep it so that every person kind of has their own unique niche instead of having like a bunch of people that do resin. or. So it's a curated collection where everyone has like a different style and kind of influence even if it's like this we share the same medium we're all kind we all have our individuality with it yeah yeah that's cool yeah so it is curated that way so so that when people come in they have a unique experience and see like a a really large variety within a medium and people are new um, artists are juried in so the members are our jury that in like I've been outvoted as a member before I mean as an owner before which is fine like that's how we set it up so um and and so it's a jury of the other artists uh yeah so all the members once a month um right now we're full and so we haven't um juried anyone in for a while but in January we will be again so people can't join right now not right now. Oh. We're just too full and with the holidays coming up. With the busy months, yeah, we yeah. kind of have to put it. Because there's, I mean, the reason for that is there's actually a lot of training for people to become a member. Oh. They have to learn the cast register. They have to open and close the store. So there's some fun, that's like the business side of it too. I see. So it's like you really do have to use like your creative side of your brain. And then you get to learn also how to manage and negotiate with your sometimes not so participatory business side of your brain (laughs) like you know it's not my first nature to have that element in my artwork and I find that with a lot of artists so it's a great experience because you have to have both skills I think that's one of the hard things about being an artist that I don't think people realize is that you don't just have to make something. You have to also be an accountant. Mm-hmm. You also have to do your own marketing. Uh-huh. You have to be your own business manager. Yep. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things Quality underneath control, there. Quality yeah. control, research and development. How many other, <laughs> yeah. how many other hats could you possibly wear? Right. Photographer. Yeah. Photo editor. Like <laughs> Social media manager. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's got to get pretty crowded then in here. Especially during the holidays, which we love. We wish yeah. it could be the holidays all year long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so awesome. People will come in with, like, their family, their list of their family, and all the presents they need, and they're like, okay, we're coming shopping here. We're supporting local. And they'll just fill up the little hand carts and bring them up to the counter and yeah. have a stack of things going and just buy everything they need here. Yeah. And it's so awesome. And we'll wrap it for them. And Some of those art types you mentioned, I don't even know what they are. Like, what is, I don't know, marbling? Oh, good question. Oh, so marbling is actually an ancient technique that's been around for hundreds of years. Um, It started, uh, well, they think it started uh, in Turkey. It's called Ibru, and in Japan it's called Samunagashi, um, and it's moved to Italy. And if you look at really, like, old textile books and you open them up and they have that really beautiful patterns in them, that's marbling. And that's how they could tell if things were counterfeit or not back in the day. If oh. they had certain patterns on them. 
Um, and so, you know, move forward to today and, and you can do marbling on, we do it on wood and fabric and it's a way that you can float the ink on um, a marbling substance and then you dip the items in there and then when you pull it out, it has a really beautiful and organic um, paint pattern on it. Is it like textured painting or is it? No. No. Hmm. I'll have to show you. I need to talk about this because that's... Yeah, what uh, is this? Uh, jelly plate printing. So Jelly plate? Yeah. So a jelly plate is also like a kind of an old technique. Before we had Xerox machines, people made plates out of gelatin. Mm-hmm. They were really made out of gelatin and glycerin to start with. And basically it's a surface that's somewhat sticky and jelly and you can imprint a design on it with like stamps or I use leaves. Um, so you put paint on it and then you can kind of scratch in your design and then you can put paper on it and pull a print. Oh, okay. So it's, um, it's just really fun. It's really easy to like spend, like say, you know, you get home from like your day and you're like, oh, I'm kind of tired, but I really want to like do kind of a decompression exercise for myself. And so you can just pull out the jelly plate, grab a tube of paint, grab a couple objects, just like roll it on with a brayer, take a few prints, put it away, you're done. Like huh. it's really accessible for that reason because it's easy cleanup and easy setup. And it provides, once you know a few techniques, you can just kind of run with them and it provides like endless options. So you yeah. can make like greeting cards, mostly you do paper, but um, you can also print on things like fabric too. But you do it on there and then you can make it over, you can make a whole bunch of different prints. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, you can, you could make like 25 greeting cards, you know, for your family and friends and have them be seasonally themed or oh, whatever cool. birthday or it's really cool. You can use things like alcohol inks or different types of ink. Primarily you use acrylic paint or like oil paint, but wow. it's kind of one of those things that it's, it's just really, it's a blank canvas, the jelly plate itself. And it really is just how much of, how much imagination can you put into what you want to put on it? Yeah. And it's endless for that reason. It, that's not one right there, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no, the, on the black, is that? Oh yeah. This is a jelly print. Oh, this is a jelly print with, um, an ink that's actually a soy based ink, which is really cool. So it's an oil based ink, but it's like completely, um, non-toxic and so it's I, I like to specialize in like sustainable art projects I really try to focus on that with my personal work I'm mm-hmm. always like usually driving myself mad trying to find an <laughs> alternative to something that's not sustainable and acrylic paint is not my favorite first choice for a lot of things because it can turn into microplastics but in the in regards to printing on paper, it's great because in this method, you have zero waste. Wow. So it's, a, it's, in my view, the whole practice and how you do it can be very sustainable. So, huh. But I'm always exploring other pigment types that are alternatives to acrylic, and this is one of them. And what's this? What do you have? So this is marbling. Oh, okay. Now I'm remembering. <laughs> now I think that we did this at the Union Station probably with you guys. But you've got oh, the big yes. pool of yes. like, and the colors the float on Fest. top of it. Yes, we were at the Arts Festival doing yeah. it. Yes, my husband and I were. Yeah, yeah. we've still got those toys. Oh, like, yay! Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's just like some stuff that sits yeah. up on top of water. Yeah. So and you can then, do it on like seashells and fabric and... So then you can start creating patterns or you can make it more organic and 
And when you're creating the patterns, it's like you're kind of painting on top of the surface of water almost. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a really, that's that's probably my favorite yeah. art that I do. It's a very point. like meditative kind of intuitive flow art. Like you just, you and watching people do it, it's equally as amazing watching yeah. someone else do it as, as it is to do it yourself because you see them just get in this like, really melty mind state it's amazing yeah, yeah they're just it. like they put the colors in and they just like they really just like tune into it and kind of like become one with the marble it's amazing it's really it cool yeah like i mean if that's the thing about what we do is there are a few things that really are like i think that's a therapeutic practice it <laughs> like, really it is for me i mean you know breaking glass is a therapeutic for some people but like <laughs> Floating ink on the surface of a, you know, a jelly substance and then putting fabric or paper in it or, you know, it's just, it's magical. I I never tire of seeing what people pull up out too. I get so excited. I mean, and I've seen it a thousand times and I'm still like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing ever. I I can vouch for that. That's one of my favorite things about watching you watch other people. So there's like watching other people and there's watching you watch other people because you are, you have this like this childhood joy that is just so like, oh my gosh. And you get so excited to see what things that they're making. So it's a really fun thing. (laughs) Is there any way you can expand? Is there any, do you guys ever talk about anything like that? Uh, We would absolutely love to be next door also, but you know, finances are. So there is more space down here. If it ever, you know, if you got to that capacity, then you could kind of do that kind of thing. That's cool. And January, right? We, Yeah. yeah, we will. It's really through the holiday season. So January will be open for, for potential members to apply. Yeah. Just click on how to join and you can fill the application out and we have a waiting list and, and we can add you to it and. But, I mean, you guys have already expanded quite a bit. I mean, she was telling me that you guys have knocked out these walls, and it really does yeah. have a lot more, like, <laughs> studio feel. So yeah. there's been a lot of expansion, yeah? Yeah. And we've changed a lot of our shelves to kind of, like, make the retail portion of it kind of flow with the studio space, too. So I'm glad that you get that impression. Because we, <laughs> we've worked really hard to try to, like, connect the two aspects of our store together so that when you walk in, you see, like, oh, my God, what you can buy stuff, you can learn to do stuff, like you get the, the full idea of what we do. So, yeah, because that took a lot of many years. Yeah, right. It's like a constant work in progress. Be right. like, Definitely. The shelf, it worked here now, but now that it has this on it, it doesn't work here anymore. So we got to move it around. Yeah. Like, so the store is also an expression. Absolutely. Yeah. I re- of conversations is. and <laughs> hours and meetings and yeah. <laughs> moving parties yes (laughs) lots of moving parties (laughs) yes and so everything that's for sale in here is in like weber davis morgan box elder is from that area it's it's all hyper local yeah and then people like um heather musante she's our watercolorist she has the like the most beautiful drawing um of ogden Mm -hmm. and so then she's had that printed on like shirts and mugs and things like that that um that she designed and and we have those in the store also with her design on it. So we have things like that, too, mm. um, which tourists really love. Like, that's their, I think, our number one yeah. souvenir yeah. item. Shot glasses. and. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. I always, I want to, like, buy something for somebody coming into town. Yeah. But then I don't know where to get it locally made. Yeah. And we also have food, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, Plant Candy does their freeze-dry hair. Um, Z's hot sauce. We have some caramels from... The honey sticks are a huge hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're so good. 
So for the general public, the pitches, watch out for the classes, come down to the store, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And most of that is on the website. Definitely. And on social media too. Yeah. And then uh, for local artists, I'm guessing it's learn different crafts, learn the business of it. Be part of, uh, you know, something that hopefully is going to be here for a very long time and can be part of your legacy that you help build this. Yeah. And as an artist, too, it's nice to have an outlet for your goods, especially if, like, maybe doing shows isn't, like, an option for you all the time. It's really nice to have your items available to the public Mm -hmm. all throughout the week. There's someone here to ring someone up the whole time. So you really can, you know, have have your art making sales in a place where you couldn't physically do that yourself. But because we're a collective, we all do that for each other. You know, we make that possible. Yeah, I would guess that's got to be tough for somebody. You know, you're artistic. You've started creating things, but you don't know how to turn that into a business. Right. You can come here and really bridge all those gaps. And I think that's a really good point. Even as the owner, I don't have to be here every day. I mean, I love being here and I love making things here and interacting with customers. And But also, I can go home and help my kids with things too because I know that, like, Roxanne's running the store or, right. or Mike, and they've got it. So... Yeah. Right. You can tell your friends like, oh, yeah, run down to the shop. I've got this and this in stock and they can go get it. Like you don't have to facilitate that whole aspect because you have like a show floor. Yeah. All the time with your work available, which is a huge benefit. And we are all very supportive of each other. So if someone was like looking at Roxanne's jewelry, I wouldn't I would never say, no, come look at my jewelry. I would just be like, she's the coolest. Like, you definitely need to buy that. Let me tell you all the cool things about it, you know? Like, Uh we're all very supportive of each other and what we make, so. And it's funny because being a cheerleader for other people actually makes you understand how you could do that for yourself too it's always harder i don't know why it is it's so hard to be your own to toot your own horn kind of thing like and and when you when you do that for someone else you realize how beneficial it is and of course someone else is doing it for you too but yeah we're like we're on we're always like cheering for each other which is hugely important yeah Yeah. as an artists doing the classes i'm guessing that's also got to have like a promotional benefit right that's a good way to get your name out yeah people will come and ask too like oh i took roxanne's class you know where's where are her t-shirts that she's made you know with the leaf prints on them or you know mm-hmm. or i took renee silversmithing class where are his pieces um you know i think that happens a lot actually yeah. because the, because you form a connection with the students and, and then they want to support you and um Oh, so yeah, it's a cool process. Yeah. Or sometimes it's like people are like, I have this beautiful. They'll take like a, a wire wrapping class or something for me, and they'll be like, I have this beautiful ring, and the gemstone fell out, and that's not something I can do. I don't, I don't, I, I do mostly cold connections, so I can be like, oh, you know, I know Renee would be able to fix that for you if you right? want to. You can definitely take a look at that. So. For sure. And what's the website? localartisancollective.com What are the membership criteria? Is there an age limit? Uh, No, actually we have artists that are our youngest artist I think started when they were 14 Mm -hmm. and their mom came and helped them and it was really awesome and now he's he's still part of the store and it's been incredible to watch his art grow I thought he was really awesome then and and he's uh, Joe Islander he's a fantastic wood burner Amazing I mean, every little spot and detail that he puts in there is incredible. So, yeah, there is no age limit. We jury you in. We want to make sure that you have items that are retail ready, which is a really big thing. 
we also can give artists pointers. So if you apply and then we're like, because things that we didn't know seven years ago, opening a store, like different um, laws or regulations. So we've tried to get those all printed off and like, you have to have your weight on your soap or, you know, or labeling requirements. You have to have like the cosmetic name on your soap. You can't just put like olive oil, like you have to put the, so there's all sorts of things like that. And then labeling on jewelry has to be a certain thing yeah. uh, with what the quality of the metal is and the gemstone and yeah. like where it's imported. If you're using goods that are imported from somewhere, clothing has to have that on it too. Yeah. So there's more well, technical things that we did not know until no. we got into it. So. And I think a lot of people don't realize that if they're just doing pop-up events, because I mean like we, we didn't, that's where we started too. Yeah. We didn't know that either. And yeah. so trying to help people, you know, with packaging and, and things like that. So when they start, they can start off on a good foot and, and be successful. But so you want people to be retail ready before they can become a member. Yeah. And so if I'm somebody who makes stuff, but I'm not quite there yet, then I just could keep coming down to the classes and keep getting advice from you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and you can apply and then, so... For example, I have someone that's applied and I'm going to be calling them and saying like, oh, you can do X, Y, and Z. Like your stuff is really awesome, but you know, like we really want to see artists successful. Like Mm -hmm. regardless if they end up with us or not, like we believe that art is important and we Mm -hmm. want people to be successful. So, you know, giving that information to them so that they can grow as an artist, I think is hugely important. Mm -hmm. And then they can decide if they want to continue to apply or yeah we've had a few people that have applied and there were a few things that weren't like um ready they weren't they just they weren't there yet and we asked them to do the things and then they reapplied and then they joined the store because really there isn't anyone to tell you that you just fumble around and like hope that you figure it out which is it's hard yeah i mean there's blogs and there's different ways to research it but i almost wonder if that's a barrier like you know, I'm not ready to be juried yet. That seems like a lot. Sure. You know what so I that's mean? That's a big, scary word, too, no matter right. what. Even right. if you've done it a million times, you're like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel right. like people don't yet definitely feel that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but so it is kind of the atmosphere that even if you're not a member and you want to come down and be part of the community and yeah. build up to being a member, yeah. that, that it's all built in, kind of. Yeah, for sure. All of our artists... Um, if you come in and talk to them, they will definitely help you with whatever questions you have and give you paperwork or, you know, anything like that to help out. Another thing that we do that we haven't talked about Mm -hmm. is custom orders, which are pretty cool. Oh. I mean, we did slightly, but a lot of our, some artists love custom orders and some hate them. So (laughs) (laughs) we have signs that say this artist does custom orders. Well, you do. Um, But most of them love them. So like Roxanne, if you're like, oh, I really love these earrings, but do you, can you make it in turquoise? You know, Um, she can do a custom order for you. um, Or Mike can make a pink ornament versus a purple one. Or, you know, Renee can do a, you know, a whole jewelry set. Like I've seen her make incredible jewelry. Uh um, That's a custom order for people. Like um, I had one guy that was like, my wife loves our poodles. Can you make poodle (laughs) earrings? So he like drew it up and cut it out out of silver and made her earrings and they Uh were beautiful. Really? Okay. So like for keepsake type things too. I mean, um, we do, Mike does cremaine Mm -hmm. pendants and we've had, Renee has done cremaine's in the glass in a ring for people so cremaine uh-huh. oh oh right that's yeah a cool so idea. like there i mean there's a lot of aspects of what we 
do and offer for people to customize things and make things truly unique and special to their situation. The one that I got, I wanted a silver bezel around it. So Renee, or silversmith, put the bezel around Mike's piece. And, and it's just something I will treasure for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. it's just beautiful. Okay. You can handle my questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to take a minute and mention some of these artists by name. And just a reminder, you can find Stephanie's stuff at Our Children's Earth, and Roxanne's art is called Sago Adornment. If you watch our videos this week, you'll see Mike Hurst blowing glass in the background. He's Hurst hand-blown glass. Also, a special shout-out to Casey, whose street interview you can find on our socials and YouTube. Her art is Seeds of Imagination. So many great local artists down there. Falcon Craft does great jewelry. Steve Stones has this great, unique painting style. Go down there and buy some stuff. And have a great week.